Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Dang it, Jamie. Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to The Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Hello, all my neurodivergent peeps, and welcome back to another week of The Neurodivergent Nurse. Before we get into the topic of today's podcast episode, I just want to let you know that if you do not follow The Neurodivergent Nurse on Instagram, you may not be aware, but on Sunday, September 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, U.S., I am going to be hosting a live on Instagram and on Zoom where we're going to make an abstract piece of art based on your emotions. Time is kind of crazy right now. This country is super crazy right now. So I just wanted to do something to give back so that we can all just put our emotions in a good place and make something beautiful out of them. So if you're free on that day, be sure send me an email at theneurodivergentnurse at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to send you a list of things that you can have. Follow me on the Neurodivergent Nurse on Instagram and if you don't have Instagram you would prefer to use Zoom, that's also something that I'm going to be doing too and utilizing. So shoot me the email and I will see you on Sunday. I posted a clock the other day to the Neurodivergent Nurse's Instagram account that said, Those of us with ADHD and our sense of time, we know now and not now. Before my diagnosis, I never knew that time blindness was such a thing. Hmm. What is that mysterious ticking noise? In order for us to have a good sense of time, it's really critical of our executive functioning. It involves knowing what time it is now, how much time is left, and how quickly time is passing. People with ADHD tend to be time blind, which means we're not aware of ticking time. As a result, we often struggle to use time effectively. Overcoming your natural time blindness begins with an in-depth look at how we understand time. An important concept in time management is something called the time horizon. This is essentially how far you can look into the future to plan ahead. When you're a kid, your time horizon tops out about an hour or so. As you age though, your time horizon gets further away so that you can plan out the next few years at a time. People with ADHD though, we often have shorter time horizons than do neurotypical people. To extend yours, first and foremost, you need to be more aware of time. So it's important that you be wary of things that suck you in, that take away your time. You need to be aware of the activities that you really get lost in. You know, that thing that you get really into and suddenly three hours have gone by and you forgot to pick up your kid. Maybe on days that you have to pick up your kid, you just don't get activated. You don't get engulfed in that activity that makes you lose track of time. All right, so another thing you can do is set multiple alarms. Alarms are pretty simple. They are effective tools that 
make you more aware of time. They break into your consciousness and they jolt you out of whatever you're doing. If one alarm isn't enough, just like in the mornings when I have to get up for work, try setting several. Maybe one half an hour before you have to leave, then 15 minutes, then right at crunch time. Every one that you add multiplies the probability that you'll transition at the right moment. Another thing you can do, you could enlist in a coach. If alarms don't phase you at all, or if you go back to what you're doing the second that you turn it off, enlist the help of a friend, a spouse, a coworker. Ask them to call you at a specific time or remind you what you're supposed to be doing once the alarm goes off. And in extreme cases, they can stay with you until you get moving. Next, what you need to do is mix it up a bit. Change the sound of your alarms to signify different things. I've read this multiple places. Instead of using the same generic beep for everything, if it's time to take your medication, use a quick loud sound. If it's time to start getting ready for an important event, try using a fast-paced song to change the tempo and give your brain a jolt. Fearing alarms are more difficult to ignore and they're more likely to get you moving. The next thing you need to do is break down your daunting tasks. People with ADHD tend to freeze when it comes to making big transitions like getting ready in the morning. We can see time moving, but the task seems so daunting that we just can't make ourselves start. My advice is to break the final goal into small chunks and start with the tiniest, easiest one. Don't think of it as having to get ready for work because sometimes that seems impossible. Think of it first as, I have to brush my teeth which is easy. Then think of the next tiny thing and you'll be ready before you know it. The next thing to do is reset your focus time. Another strategy is to change the time that you associate with an event. You know you have to leave for work at 830, but then your brain doesn't get motivated to get ready until it's already 830. And suddenly you're in crisis mode. Instead, train your brain to focus on eight o'clock, the time that you need to start getting ready. Changing the the time, meaning the time that you pay most attention to, can help you become more conscious of how long things take. Next, make the clock work for you. There are tons of ways to do this. Some people have luck setting the clock 10 minutes fast. I used to do that all the time before I had satellite clocks. The shock value of this the shock value of the time hits sooner and it gets you in gear earlier. Another strategy is switching from digital clocks to old fashioned analog clocks. Seeing the hand move and the time that you have left physically shrink is a great way to get a real sense of time passing. This is not always a go-to advice, but in this situation, it works. You need to assume the worst case scenario. If you tend to underestimate how long it takes you to get somewhere, it can be helpful to deliberately figure out best and worst case scenarios. If you need to be at the airport at seven and the worst case scenario, which is terrible traffic, will take you 45 minutes, round that up to an hour and decide to leave at six. If you do the math slowly and add as much breathing room as possible, you give yourself a much better chance of catching your flight. The next thing to do is explore some apps. Time Timer is a great tool for managing time. It gives you a visual sense of how much time has passed by, how much you have left. Activity Timer is another great one. It breaks down your time into easy chunks so that you can see what proportion is left without having to do quick mental math. 
Other ones that work are stay on task and 30-30. Try a few of them out and see which one suits you. Next, I could take my own advice because it is almost 11 o'clock before I have to work tomorrow. Go to bed. A lot of people with ADHD struggle with waking up and preparing for the day. In my view, a lot of morning problems are simply left overnight problems. Getting to bed on time and getting enough sleep is a big part of successful morning. You're not going to be able to function if you're exhausted. Force yourself to put your work away, shut off the television, and get in bed by a certain time. Your future self will thank you. Next, carve out planning time. People with ADHD struggle with long-term planning, which can lead to financial problems or missed deadlines. It doesn't come naturally to us, so it's important that we make long-term goals explicit and intentional. This means budgeting, breaking big projects up into small pieces, or getting a friend or a coach to give you some accountability. The important thing is that you take some time to really think about where you want to be in a year and what plan you'll need to make that happen. I understand how difficult that is because planning things a year, even a month in advance is really difficult for me, but you know what? I believe in us and I believe that we can do it. One of my favorites, last one. Allow for free time. One thing that we don't wanna do because those of us with ADHD, we really struggle with structure, which is great for us, but it can feel very suffocating you don't want your calendar to feel like a straitjacket, so make sure you don't schedule every minute of every day. Leave big blocks of free time wherever you can. You'll be more likely to follow your schedule if you have some flexibility. Do you have some tips that I didn't mention today that really help you with your time blindness? If you do, email the neurodivergent nurse at gmail.com. I just might mention it on a show. And also don't forget that there is a voicemail feature where you can literally leave a message. And if it's a great tip or if it's a great compliment, then it might be featured on a future episode. So get to it. If you would like to contribute to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the neurodivergent nurse, where you can get exclusive bonus episodes, script of the show prior to the release, uncut video interviews of the guests, input on upcoming shows and ideas, and even more. Also, be sure to follow the neurodivergent nurse on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone that you think could also benefit from the neurodivergent nurse. And go ahead while you have time and while you're thinking about it and rate it and leave a review five stars on your favorite listening platform so that other people can find the show easily as well and i hope you have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you again